Hey everybody, Chris Fafalius here. If you enjoy One Hit Thunder, which I'm assuming you do considering you're listening to it right now, I want to tell you about another great music podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. It's called Riffs on Riffs. On this season of Riffs on Riffs, hosts Toby Braswell and Joe Watson are breaking down one iconic pop song each week. Everything from Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer to Journey's Don't Stop Believin' to Naughty by Nature's OPP. Each week, they crack open the song, trace its history, decode those cryptic lyrics, and unearth the hidden gems in its musical DNA. Not only do they dive into the song's history, lyrics, and impact, they also go down some fun and oftentimes hilarious rabbit holes. So yeah, if you're a fan of One Hit Thunder, I think you'll also enjoy Riffs on Riffs. So go hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Matt, and I'm here to tell you about yet another podcast. I thought I didn't have enough, so I started a new show with Joe Farron of Fright School, who you've heard on this very podcast before, and we are watching The O.C. We call it White People Problems. It's available everywhere that podcasts are, so go and subscribe, and if you don't believe me on how fun this show is, enjoy a free little 10-minute taste of episode one. Thanks for checking it out. Matt, I'm I'm doing all right. I am appropriately fine, as your dear friend Eric says. Yeah, we're we're appropriately fine. I decided I didn't have enough podcasts under my belt. <laughs> True. And I've been looking for any excuse to watch the OC. And I know that you love the OC. I do. And I knew that if you don't mind us opening this can of worms right out the gate, you're going through something that usually requires an OC rewatch. Yeah, there's a there's a whole story. There's a whole story to the OC and why I watch it when I'm going through something difficult. So recently, my boyfriend of almost three years became an ex-boyfriend. Oof. Yeah, it's fine. It's his loss. Uh, Agreed. It's okay. Um, I'm feeling very Taylor Swift about it. You know, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'll release an album later and it'll be fine. This is what happens when you fuck with creative people. Like, you know, you, you end up living forever and not in a good way. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so about it, over a decade ago, I was actually thinking about it in preparation for our session today. And over a decade ago, I had such very strong feelings for a close friend of mine. And it was to the point, it was the first time I'd ever felt so strongly about someone that was more than just pure lust. Like it was like, I imagined a life together with him. And, you know, I was in my early 20s. And it was the first time that I ever experienced that. So it was very, very, very difficult. And um, we went through a friend breakup, because he was straight. He's he's a straight man. So that was part of the comp 
the complex nature of it all. But we went through a friend breakup and I never, I, I, it was difficult for me to understand what that was. And this was at a time, you know, over 10 years ago when streaming wasn't really a thing, was sort of a thing, not really. And I happened to have all the seasons of The O.C. on DVD. Now, I had never watched The O.C. past season one live. So I'd watched season one live when it was on um, Fox. And then every season I just caught when I could. All the other episodes I caught when I could. But I had the DVDs with me. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start watching them. And that's how I kind of, you know, laid and worked through my way through the stages of grief was to... Uh, work through those, work through the seasons of the OC and the four seasons of grief. Yeah, the four, the <laughs> exactly anger, <laughs> depression, and it was you know it's very it, it's very of its time period. It's such it's such an easy thing just to get lost in, um, and it like jumps the shark various times <laughs> in various seasons, several times in various seasons. Here's, here's a hot take. I think it jumps and then gets off of jumping the shark a couple times just in the first episode yes <laughs> my mood went from like i hate to hate this to i love this like three different times in episode one i feel like it finds its footing by episode two um yes. but <laughs> it knows what it wants to be it knows it, it, it definitely is like when you're watching it you're like i am watching the trailer right like i feel <laughs> like i'm watching an episode long trailer yes it's the so i want it to uh, in the name of solidarity, what I would have loved to have been able to do is experience this for the first time the same way you did through DVDs. And I thought that God had blessed me with a gift when I was at a Goodwill the other day and saw all four seasons sitting on a shelf and said, ah, this is a sign. And yeah. then I pulled them off the shelf to see that the Goodwill had individually marked them at $14 per season. And I was like, I ain't paying no $14 for a used DVD of the OC when I know that that shit is on HBO Max right now. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Like, I mean, that's what, maybe $6 less, four, $5 to less. To buy it new on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, exactly. No, to buy it, like, new from Sam Goody. Like, yeah. it was... It was <laughs> I'm like, no, no way. There's absolutely Four, not. 14 so. could be a reasonable price for all four seasons combined, but like yeah. individually each, no thank you, Goodwill. What are you doing out there in these I, streets I with those said, prices? Like, I'll give you 16 for all four seasons. Like yeah. that, because the season four is, season four by far has the fewest episodes out of all of them because they were just, they were over it by yeah. that point. Well, and that's, so bringing up episode count, that's the other exciting thing, because I'm sure that some of you are sitting there going, Matt Kelly and Joe, what the fuck are you thinking adding more podcasts on your plate and i think that one of the things we were thinking is 92 episodes and then we're done with this show <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So. it kind of pisses me off a little bit that they didn't just try to like pump out eight episodes <laughs> just to get that like, smooth hundred yeah that syndication yeah, but, like, number by the time you get to season four though like you'll by the end of season three you will be like you will also be ready yeah. for the end of this I've I've heard that from not just you, but multiple other people that I've told that we're doing this journey. I should give a quick disclaimer up front, though. Uh, so for the people who are listening to this, in, in the name of the crazy schedule that Joe and I have, we are bulk recording a lot of episodes. And, and that means that for pretty much, 
I would guesstimate the entire run of this podcast, we're always going to be a couple months behind what's happening in the real world. And uh, I say that just because, you know, we might make references to things that end up feeling dated by the time this episode comes out. And, uh, you know, just give us some grace. And Joe, I'm curious, do you think Betty White's going to make it to be 100 years old or like... (laughs) I was gonna say, uh, like, you know, I, I, I'm planning this trip to the to Ukraine in, in a little bit. I, I can't wait to go. To- Do you think King Charles will ever get to be in charge of the throne, or like, yeah, exactly? Um, basically, what Matt is like has beautifully said is, please don't cancel us because we are we're doing our best yeah. to uh, try to keep the illusion that we are that this is a weekly thing. Yeah, if so- God forbid something happens to Adam Brody months after i record an episode saying adam brody is just a perfect human being i don't need you like coming at me to let me know like what about this newspaper article that came out yesterday where he said this really deflammatory thing and i'm like well, yeah I, like he- we don't leave us alone <laughs> we're doing our best case in point here here's a fun example case in point uh fright school we uh, my other podcast fright school right now out now and and the geekscape network um we we did uh, every every January we do a uh, franchise, and in January of 2021 we did The Purge, which, if you remember January 2021, there was you know this thing called the insurrection that was like our own like real life purge. So and we recorded in bulk. Yeah, those episodes felt they they felt weirdly prescient (laughs) listening to them. All right. I I think that we've given a good example of what this show is. We you've come up with the name of this show, which we're we're calling uh white people problems. And within two episodes, that's all I've watched so far is two episodes. Uh I get it. (laughs) White people problems. Yeah, it, so white people problems comes from the idea that like, you know, as I'm watching this, it's like, it's purely, it's part wish fulfillment, but also just part diversion. And there's nothing quite like getting lost in like, the white people problems of the <laughs> residents of Newport Beach with their too much money and horses with alopecia. and <laughs> Potential insider trading and, you know, securities fraud and, you know, the uh, all these things. So that's where I'm, that's why I was like, we should do this and we should do it this way. Because this is exactly how I see the show is that it's, it's more a commentary on class than anything. Because when everybody's white, the only thing you can really talk about is class. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's very fair. So I hit play on this episode and there's no credits, nothing. We get a cold open right out the gate and the first line of dialogue is already exposition and i'm rolling my eyes where he's just like as your big brother which which is a sentence that i have never once as a big brother to three siblings i have never started a sentence stressing well as your big brother i think it's time that i blah 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 see but like you're gonna do that now aren't you you're you're like gonna find a way to shoot shoehorn it in as your uncle, like speaking to, you know, as your, as ex-family member. Yeah. This is a very dramatic opening sequence and something that I pieced together right away is one of the first shows that you introduced me to. And it's worth bringing it up because it's also a little bit of the inspiration for this podcast was the Gilmore Girls and thus also the Gilmore Guys podcast. Mm-hmm. I noticed one of the big differences is that I would say that Gilmore Girls 
was a comedy show that occasionally had dramatic beats. And I very quickly learned that the OC is a dramatic show that sometimes has comedic beats. <laughs> Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. Hello everybody, I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan, and this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.